Yo, 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 it's your boy, Preacher Boy, and we back with another episode of Chats with Preacher Boy. It's part four of Overcoming Addictions, and you know this is the last week for another guest, and then next week is the final episode in the mini-series Overcoming Addictions. You know, I thank God for all that have been listening thus far and that have been dedicated and taking the time out of their busy schedules to take a part of this journey with me. But before we get started, let's open up with a little word of prayer. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we come before you again, dear God, thanking you for being God Almighty in our lives. God, we thank you for every door that you open and every door that you close that we no longer need, dear God. God, we thank you for removing people out of our lives that cause hindrances and obstacles that pushed us to elevate in you, dear God. God, we ask that you forgive us for anything that we've done wrong, knowingly or unknowingly, dear God. Cleanse us from all unrighteousness, dear God. Dear God, allow us to be found in the right standing in you, dear God. God, I ask that you word my mouth on tonight, dear God, and give me what to say and how to say to your people, dear God, and allow what's been being said be effective and reach someone out there in the world, dear Heavenly Father. And we won't forget to give you all the glory, honor, and praise. I ask that you continue to bless those that are listening, those who want to listen that haven't yet, dear God. You continue to bless them and keep them like only you know how to do, dear God. And we give you all the glory, honor, and praise. It's in your son Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. So I pray that you guys are having a blessed week on this week. You know, even if you had obstacles throughout the week, God brought you to Friday. You know what I'm saying? It's another Friday and it's a blessing that you're able to still be breathing and moving and having activity of all your limbs. But let's go ahead and get to part four of overcoming addiction. Another testimony. The guest for today is none other than... Marcus Long. Yes, myself, Preacher Boy. You know, I wanted to, uh, for this last testimony, I wanted to share, you know, my testimony and what God brought me from and what addictions I struggle with. You know, a lot of times it's, a lot of people in, in, in church don't like to be transparent. They like to hide the things that they go through. They, they don't like to really be descriptive, but they don't realize that the Bible tells us that we're overcome, we're overcome by our testimonies. And so we essentially, we need to be sharing our testimony to people to, you know, to help them out and help them whatever they're going through. So my addiction that I had, it was multiple. You know, I spoke a little about it, a little bit about it in part one was my addiction to pornography when it first started when I was in middle school, but I also had an addiction to pleasing people. I felt like I always had to make sure I was in the in crowd. Even though all my life I knew that I was meant to stand out, I just always had this desire to make sure if I wasn't pleasing the people around me and making sure they were happy, then I wasn't doing what was right. But at the end of the day, all it was doing was draining me and causing me to be depressed and causing me to get to a state of suicide and causing me to doubt myself so much as an individual that I didn't know who I was anymore. You know, throughout high school, 
I struggled with, with my self ident my self ident identity. You know, I was battling with my ideal self versus my real self. My ideal self was that mask I was putting on in front of everybody, showing and portraying something that I really wasn't, saying that I was, you know, hardcore and I was I was this player, but really I was never any of those things. I was just acting out just to fit in so people could like me, not realizing that if I was the same genuine person that my parents raised me to be, I would still be accepted. I'm not going to be accepted by everybody, but it wasn't it's it's not to it's not for us to be accepted by everybody because Jesus wasn't even accepted by everybody. So an addiction I had was pleasing others. I literally went out of my way doing things that, you know, forsake my own emotions and feelings just to make sure everybody else's were good to go. I would go out of my way for people that never looked out for me. I would go out of my way for people that never had my back. I would go out my way for people that didn't have my best interests all the time. And so because of that, I found my state, I found myself in a state of depression and suicide. And it was my junior year that I that I really hit rock bottom. And not rock bottom completely, but I started to fall down to rock bottom. You know, I, I started to get to the point where I was cutting up my wrists and I was trying to take pills and I and I was trying to do all these things because I felt like my life was worthless. I got to the point where I was drained so much by constantly trying to keep up with the Joneses and pleasing everybody else that I was hurting myself in the end. And so it took it took for me my some by the summer after my junior year that I realized that I didn't have to please people. You know, it, it wasn't that pleasing people was going to help me. I had to please God. And once I realized that, things started turning around for me. Another another thing that I struggled with for the longest was, like I said in the first first episode of Overcoming Addiction, was pornography. I got introduced to pornography at a young age. And, bec- and, and because of that, I dabbled in sexual activities at such a young age. You know, I was sexually active starting in middle school. You know what I'm saying? I didn't lose my virginity till high school, but I was constantly engaged because I was seeing what these actors were doing on television, all these lustful things. I was opening opportunities for the devil to come in and entice my flesh so much where I'm like, oh, I need to, I need to act, act on this. I need to move on this. I need to, I need to, you know, do what they're doing. And because of that, I struggled for so many years. It wasn't until up until this year, actually, I'm, I'm going to keep it real with y'all, that, that I, I actually accepted that I was delivered from this. I had to proclaim it and speak it and trust God that he could deliver me from it. You know, pornography is such a powerful tool. It's as strong as cocaine, meth. Any any physical drug is just as strong as that the addiction that it has over someone's life, women and men. And because of that, I brought so much heartache in my marriage that I was I was doing things that were not pleasing to my wife. And it was causing such a turmoil in our relationship that we almost got a divorce. And so I was so bent on accommodating the thrills I seen on TV, all the different categories that pornography had. And I was trying to excite my flesh and act on my flesh that it it was really causing issues. And so I had to embrace that. Wow. 
this is a problem. I had to admit to myself, like, one, Marcus, you have a problem. You know, when you when you sneaking off in the middle of middle of the night to just to go watch pornography, you go duck off to another room just to watch pornography. But you have your significant other right there next to you when you could just, you know, have sex with your significant other that you married. You know, it was it was mind blowing. A lot of people didn't understand, but it was because I developed this addiction so long that it was a habit. I, I made it a part of my daily routine that I, I needed it. You know, I needed it to suffice. And because of that, I was causing turmoil for a temporary thrill. You know, it was just like, I don't know if you've heard the saying, you know, when when you do something, you get that that momentary thrill, you're excited, you feel good. But as soon as you come down off your high, you feel guilty. Sometimes you feel miserable. It's like everything that you thought went all the problems that you thought you had before that possibly you thought they went away. But really they 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 were just masked temporarily and as soon as you came down from whatever you were doing they came back that that much stronger and that's where i was i i thought that i was you know getting rid of my problems and i thought that i was i could mask my problems with you know pleasing other people pornography drinking you know what i'm saying being around people who smoked all the time even though i never smoked myself i would always try to get around secondhand smoke and I, and it was it was so stupid now that I look back but I was literally in a place of rebellion that's all it was it's like I was addicted to being a rebel you know what I'm saying you know when you know that there's guidelines and standards that you you have in your life and you know them but you just don't want to live up to them no more and you want to do your own thing you you want to do what people tell you you can't do and those things that you can't do that are negative, you want to do them. So you're just like, oh, they told me I'm not allowed to do this. Well, I want to do it. So I was addicted to rebelling. It's like I had so many addictions compiled in one based on early ages of my flesh. It's like I was engaging my flesh more than I was engaging my spirit, man. And when I finally, when I actually accepted the Lord into my life and I actually confessed everything and I turned my life around, that's when everything started lining up and everything started going how he wanted them to go instead of how my how Marcus wanted them to go. You know, I wasn't just focusing on my flesh anymore. At this point, I'm engaging my spirit man and trusting the father that if I resist the devil, like the word says, he will flee. And I understood that temptation is when you're when your own desire is your own desires that are enticed. You know, things that you like to do that you know aren't right, things that you, you know, that give you excitement, those are what the devil, that's what the devil uses sometimes. And that's what you get lured, lured into and you get tempted by the things that you, you know, that are not right to do, that you struggle with those things that you do in the dark. That's, you know, that's what I was doing. And so because of that, for the longest, like I said, it was, it was a struggle for me. And, you know, whoever may be out there that may struggle with pornography or you have a, an addiction to pleasing other people or drinking or smoking or whatever, whatever the case may be. First, you got to identify that you have a problem. You know, that's the first issue that I had to embrace for the longest. I was denying it. I would say I'm good. I would sit up in church. Literally, I would sit up in church as everything was OK, 
realizing the night before or way up into the early mornings, I was watching pornography right prior to going to church and singing worship songs that they were singing. So I was a hypocrite. You know what I'm saying? I was I was I was just doing things that were so damnable that it didn't make no sense. And so you have to identify that you haven't that you're ha- that you have a problem. And once you identify it, then you can take the steps from then to getting that problem rectified. And in next week's episode, part five in the closing, I'm going to give you some steps that's really going to help you overcome these addictions. And I pray that you really grasp these 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 steps that I that that I share with you. But, yeah, it's we all we've we've all been to a place where we've had something that we were addicted to, whether that be whether that have been money, uh, pornography, alcohol, cigarettes, weed, pills, sex, women, men. You know what I'm saying? You could ha- you could be addicted to so much things. It's whatever you idolize. And the things that I was idolizing, I allowed it con- to consume me to a point where I almost couldn't where I almost didn't make a return, where I almost lost my life because I was so bent on this broad path, this this broad path instead of the straight and narrow that I was leading myself into destruction. So my addiction to pleasing other people did not help me. I realized that I need to be putting my trust in God, that I don't need to be putting my trust in man because man will fail you. But God will always keep his promise. You know, no matter how many times people will say, I got your back no matter what, something could come up. Something could happen. But with God, God, if he says, I got your back, you can trust and believe in that 100%. So what I want y'all to take away from this is that you can overcome your addictions. It's it's not something that's not able to be done because it is. You know, you have to have that sincere heart. And once you profess salvation, I was having a, a very good conversation. Matter of fact, y'all heard it in his testimony. We literally have everything we we need. It's like in a gift basket when we accept salvation. Deliverance is in that gift basket. The only thing is when you have a gift basket, you kind of got to go through it and look and, you know, find what you the things that you want and that you need you got to look through and go through it and when you find it now you have it and when my brother my brother John said that that really stuck with me you know what I'm saying and so I found my deliverance because I knew as soon as I accepted salvation I didn't have to struggle anymore I didn't have to no sometimes we choose to even though we know we just choose to because we're already used to the pattern and the habit that we've developed. It isn't hard to do right at all. It's just so much easier to do wrong. And that's one thing you got to understand. You got to be willing to put flesh aside and kill your flesh and carry your cross daily and realize that I can do this through Christ, but I have to be willing to put my personal desires to the side, things that aren't aren't holy, things that aren't right. I got to cut those out of my life so that I can do what is holy. Because the Bible says, be ye holy for I am holy. That's, that's, what, that's what it tells us. And so, you know, if you're out there and you're struggling, just know that you're not alone. There's people that have been, been in your shoes. You know, if you, if you need somebody to talk to, reach out. Whether it be to me or someone else, you know, we're here to help each other. The Bible says iron sharpens iron. 
And so we got to be there for one another. The only way we can overcome is if we confess. The Bible tells us to confess to confess to your brother. That way we can pray together. Because at the end of the day, the prayer of the the prayers of the righteous availeth much. So if we're praying together now, you got two or three together in the midst. And the Bible says if two or three are gathered together in my name, I'm there in the midst of them. So if we praying together and praying that God help me overcome this addiction that I'm struggling with. God, I struggle with alcohol. God, I struggle with pornography. God, I struggle with pleasing people. God, I struggle with, you know, my pain. I struggle with all these different things. God, I need your help to overcome these addictions. If you find someone that's stronger in your faith than in their faith than you are, link up with them. And if they're a real woman and man of God, they'll pray with you. They'll, they'll tell you what they'll tell you the, the hard truth, but in love. They'll tell you the hard truth, but in love. And that's one thing you need to grasp from this. Know that you're not alone. Reach out to somebody. If you want to be delivered, you can be delivered. Deliverance is in the air. It's, it's, it's in the air. Peace, it's in the air. Joy is in the air. All of it's in the air. You just got to reach up and grasp it and trust that God has your back. You know, I I truly thank God for this podcast because it's been a blessing to me. Not not I, it may be a blessing to y'all, but it, it it's also been a blessing to me because there's things that I'm also learning in myself still to this day. Every day I learn something, whether that be in myself, in my family, in my job. I learn something every day. And the day you stop learning is the day you don't progress. You have to be willing to learn every day. And so just know that you have to take this journey, this walk, this walk of Christ one day at a time. You know that I I want you guys to know that I love y'all. I'm praying that God help you overcome. And if you need somebody, I'm here. Preacher boy is here. Don't be afraid to... Hit me up in my messages. Anything that we talk about is going to be between me and you and God. Because at the end of the day, we got to come together. We got to start coming together as brothers and sisters and helping one another instead of bashing each other. You have to realize, hey, this is what I'm struggling with. I'm, I'm struggling with this sin and I need help. You've identified that you need help. So since you need help, let's go before the throne of grace and trust God that he's going to help you. So before I go, I want to say a prayer for anybody that may be out there struggling. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we come before you again, dear God. God, we thank you for all the doors that you opened, dear God. And we thank you for what you've done in our lives, even when we're undeserving, God. God, right now, we plead the blood of Jesus against anybody that's struggling, dear God. God, we ask that you remove the weights off of them, dear God. Break the shackles off their wrists and ankles, dear God. Remove the power of addiction from their life, dear God, because at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, dear God. So if it be pornography, alcohol, addiction to pain, addiction to pleasure, addiction to pleasing others, dear God, whatever it may be, at the name of Jesus Christ, everything must bow. And God, we ask that you deliver those people that need help, dear God. God, you comfort them, dear God, and free them from any bondage that they're in, dear God. Free them, dear God, and make them be whole in you, dear Heavenly Father. God, we ask all these to be done in your son's Jesus name, dear God. God, we ask that you comfort us and guide us and show us what we need to do, dear God. Help us in, in, 
and keep us in the right standing with you, dear God, and help us to kill our flesh and carry our crosses so we can do and be examples of you, dear Heavenly Father. We give you all the glory, honor, and praise. It's in your son Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. So yeah, you know, I know that was probably a shocker for y'all that I said we got a guest speaker and then boom, preacher boy says his name. But I, I, I wanted to share a little bit of, you know, my life as well to show that transparency is real. Transparency is real. Those who know me, God has brought me from a mighty long way. And as I look back over my life, I really continue to love God that much more to see what he brought me from and what I was willing to give up. So next week, y'all, I'm going to share with y'all some steps to overcome addiction. It's going to be the closing in this mini series, and then we're going to continue to push on with Chats with Preacher Boy. So if y'all need anything, know that I'm here for you. Know that God's here for you. I love y'all, and I pray that y'all have a blessed weekend. Make sure y'all take some time out to dedicate to God. Give him some time, whether it be one minute, three minute, five minute. 10 hours, five hours, whatever it may be, dedicate some time to him because he wakes you up and he gives you a new day. So y'all be blessed. I love y'all. Preacher boy out.